We Choose You. It's a podcast where four wannabe Pokemon masters pick the teams of celebrities, fictional characters, our grandmas, and anyone else who we decide needs a team. Join us as we discuss which Pokemon we think they would use and why they would be a good fit. While fans of Pokemon span several generations, you should know that the generation recording this podcast has been known to swear and make crude jokes, so please listen at your discretion. Thanks for tuning in to We Choose You, a podcast where party planning is our specialty. I am your bug and fighting type host, Anthony. Specialist, Anthony. I am your water type specialist, Chris. I'm your dark type specialist, Nick. And I'm your fire type specialist, Zach. And I, on a bi-weekly basis, continue to forget that I am considered a specialist and, and not just a measly host, but... Uh, but here we are, and thank you for joining us uh, as as the four of us snuggle up with some hot cocoa and we get close to the fire. I think in like one of our first episodes, that was like one of the energies that I brought. <laughs> I remember that was like, let's all snuggle up because it was it was winter. We're coming up on like our one year almost of like in the next couple of months here. We'll we'll be coming up. Yeah, on it, but... we'll be in one year in like about four months. So. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, well, I just have no concept. Um, in about a third of a year, we'll that... be coming up on our one year. <laughs> I believe in that. Ep- of the year end. <laughs> I believe in the episode that you're uh, referencing. You and Chris got into a fight too, and then we had to bring it back to the cozy space. Oh, I remember oh, that. Did, that was we? yeah. So okay, don't bring well, that energy. Just that is not the, the vibe. Yeah, that is not the vibe I'm trying to bring this week because we are gonna kind of like dip our toes into December and like the holidays. Uh, with our honorary trainer this week so um we will we will kind of get into that shortly but uh before that i will toss the the emceeing over to our good friend chris i have some cool stuff to share with you guys and for our listeners this is the first time i don't think so we put out this podcast through anchor which is like owned by spotify um and because of that we got a Spotify wrapped um, like artist version. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, none of you have looked at this, have you? Nope. I was unaware we got a wrap. Okay, so. cool. I was hoping we did, and I like tried to log in um, to like the podcast's Spotify account, but it was like there is no account, and I was like, oh, okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll deal with this later. And then I opened the Anchor app on my phone, and it has like a – a wrapped little button and i was like oh cool so i'm gonna go through this briefly because there's some really cool stuff in here um so it we had a lot of firsts is what they said which is um kind of obvious because it was the first time we put out an episode um episode one of course was our jack black episode and it was published on april 7th so i know like we started planning it last winter, so maybe that's what you're remembering. That is Anthony, probably what I was thinking. We Shit, didn't. was I off on that one? My <laughs> God. The first episode didn't come out until April. Um, Lord. Our next little tidbit here is that um, we got our first streams in two countries, and the places that loved us the most were the U.S. and the United Kingdom, hmm. which is, like, mind-blowing. So right cool. across the pond. 
Um, I was gonna guess Canada. Let's see here. Okay, this is this is the one that I think is the coolest and is the reason why. Because like obviously our first episode is Jack Black and we all know that, right? That's not like a cool tidbit, but this is a cool tidbit and this is like crazy to me. Okay, five fans listen to us more than any other podcast. What? What? Isn't that insane? Shut up. And like I, I don't listen to us on Spotify. I don't know if this is all. I'm assuming these are just Spotify stats. Um, I would think so. Yeah. But like, I only check it out on like Google Podcasts if I if I want to like re-listen to something. Yeah. So, I know my mom listens to the show. Um, well, I'm assuming my mom listens to the show, and (laughs) that's probably the only podcast that she listens to. So like, that's one. But to have five, that's crazy. That's awesome. I also feel incredibly self-conscious now that you're listening <laughs> to this podcast. Chris's like, mom, I'm how so cool sorry. Is that? But also, I, I miss you and you're the coolest. <laughs> we um, live in the hearts of five people at, like, the top spot. Yeah. And this is uh, this is another cool fact. So 42% of our fans listen between 5 a.m. and 11 a.m., which I publish them at 6 a.m. So like 42% of fans are probably listening like they're right dialing. when it comes they're, out. They're waiting for the new insane. New to like, drop. And it's so hey, cool. We're the, we're the morning commute for them. We, That's are. we are. Yeah. Um, this be. one's cool too. So we've released 1,166 minutes of content. Wow. Which is Whoa. crazy. Real quick. I just got to plug my little community reference here. Anthony, Chris, and Nick and Zach in the morning. <laughs> nice. And that was it. Um yeah. I I just thought that was Damn, cool that and like so mind cool. mind blowing stats, right? Like if you if you open the Anchor app and I don't know, I know Nick looks at it sometimes, but like our estimated audience is 16, which in itself is mind blowing as well. Um mm-hmm. but like for 5 of those 16 to like listen to our podcast more than any other podcast is just insane. Um so yeah, that that's beautiful. That's, uh, I thought it was worth sharing for sure. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I I periodically look at it, but I hadn't looked at it um, since Wrapped had come out. So I, this was all news to me. Yeah. Very but, cool. Um, very neat. Yeah, Zach's gonna I, do I the intro. Too. So oh, go ahead, Anthony. Sorry. No, I just I mean I just want to like add on to the love. Like I think that's awesome because Nick and I were just talking recently about social media and like you know getting getting your name out there and going viral and all that kind of stuff and how it just like is such a it can be such like a fickle thing where it's just like oh it happens and then whatever but it's like i appreciate that there's people that actually like you know we we haven't gotten to that moment of like blowing up or going back but like there's people that listen to us like and that's Mm -hmm. what's you know i just think it's cool like that's you know we're not doing this to blow up or to go viral or whatever we're just doing it because we (laughs) enjoy it and so well, I'm not that I'm saying that wouldn't be cool, but it's just like, you know, it's knowing that that's not our intention and there are still people that listen to us. Like, mm-hmm. that's kick ass. Like, that's that's awesome. Yeah. And we appreciate cool it. For the season. Yeah, I just, yeah, that's all. Go ahead, Zach. All righty. So for this week, we decided to ease into the holiday season with a nice comfortable honorary trainer we're not going to do any of the holiday heavy hitters yet so to speak but one that is i think 
a fair deal recognizable for most people. Uh, we are going tonight to be talking about, or well, I guess if you're listening to this on your morning commute this morning, <laughs> going to be talking about none other than Kevin McAllister from the hit holiday movies Home Alone. I got yeah, holiday series now. I really only know the first movie really well, but I yeah, know they it is did a like series. a remake this year, I think. So we yeah. we are talking about Macaulay Culkin. Like I don't know if the yes. the one in the new one's named Kevin or not. But right. Yeah. We are talking about primarily from I think the second movie's Fair Game too, the Lost mm-hmm. in New York one, because it's still the same yeah. character and he's True. still a kid. And uh, yep. but yeah, and so Kevin McAllister, shit. Uh, yeah, as uh, <laughs> Anthony mentioned, is played by Macaulay Culkin, um, and <laughs> to give a brief synopsis of. His character, if you are unfamiliar with the movies. Um, The reason Anthony said his parents are kind of shit is because the premise (laughs) is that they go on a vacation, I think it is, and they leave him at home accidentally. Um, that sounds really bad, but the set, there is some setup. He gets into a fight with one of his brothers. It's a very big family, and they have extended family over as well. Um, so there, it's like a huge house, and there's like people and kids running everywhere. Um, Kevin is the youngest, so a lot of times it feels like he gets lost in the mix. Um, and he gets into a fight with one of his brothers, and... I think it's the mom sends him like upstairs somewhere. Well, then he the like falls. Yeah, the attic. That's right. He falls asleep up there. I think right. Yeah, it's like a bedroom, but yeah, it, yeah. There's a bed in there and everything. And then he, they like all wake up and they're running late and they all just like go and they like forget to wake Kevin up and get Kevin. And the the crucial part of them leaving without him is they're counting all of the kids in the car but the neighbor kid was over talking with the family and his back was turned so in the rush the mom or dad whoever just counted that kid and so it was cousin heather thank you cousin okay so i'm not a parent or or a cousin so cousin heather sucks shit yeah i'm not a cousin heather sorry sorry yeah i feel like you look at the faces and make sure every individual kid is in the van and not just count like the back of heads yeah. This was the but, 80s, I mean, or early 90s, right? So it was a different fair, yeah. time. I think we this do need to This was the early this. 90s when people really didn't care about their it kids. It was a different yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, yeah, Kevin is left I, home alone. They realize it later and are, like, rapidly trying to get back to him. But he, I should mention, too, a good important part is that he, in his fight with his brother, then he gets in trouble, he makes a, like, Christmas wish that his family would disappear. And then he wakes up and they're gone. So it's kind of like a self-fulfilling where he's like, oh, this is sweet. But then throughout the movie, he is, like, remorseful and he misses them. So he ends up, like, finding, like, a, a like not mall Santa, but somebody that's, like, dressed as Santa, I think. And he, like, wishes for his family to come back for Christmas or something. So it is kind of sappy, too, and, and, and touching eventually that, you know, he there's this whole misunderstanding and whatever. But the, the big... The big crux of the movie is that while he is home alone, um, there are, like, these neighborhood bandits that are trying to rob houses of people that are gone for the holidays, um, and they don't know he's there. So he ends up staging, like, a whole, like, protect the house, really funny series of tricks and antics because he is a kid. He doesn't have, like, real weapons, I don't think, if I remember correctly. They're all, like, kind of odd things he throws together to throw off, um the self-called wet bandits um so it's Mar- it's very funny very comical throughout the whole movie um and he and the, is a very interesting kid the the wet bandits they're it's marvin harry i believe yeah. right that's their their names and i i'm i'm gonna be a 
a bandwagoner or whatever and not remember the the lesser known wet bandit but joe pesci plays plays marv i believe or is it, does he um, play harry i know joe pesci is one of them which is hilarious. he's harry marv he's is the harry. tall one it's uh daniel stern is uh, daniel stern thank you so kevin uh kevin's character is very like um I don't know how else to say it, but he's very, like, ballsy. Like, he does a lot of, like, funny out-there things as a kid. He's not shy, you know, that type of thing. So just to describe his character a bit. So when he sees the opportunity to protect the house and mess with these uh, robbers, he's yeah. he took takes full <clears throat> advantage of it. I would say resourceful, too. Resourceful. Yes, that's a good word. Resourceful, yeah. Makes I, in addition to what he's got. Yes, that What'd is Kevin. MacGyver-esque. Ooh, yes, MacGyver. very good. Yes, yeah. he uses household items or things to make traps and and things to harm the uh, the wet bandits. So yeah, like in pretty like intense stuff too. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. There's like one well, scene I know where like if, paint if cans are flying mm-hmm. from that's strings. My, I, that's my favorite section. And then like Marv gets like iron, like an eye, a clothes <laughs> iron in the face and. They get, like, burned and step on nails. Like, it's some pretty fucked up shit. I mean, like, for for a kid doing this stuff. And I think part of it, too, you would think, like, with that kind of thing, they would just, like, run away. But part of it is they know that it's just a kid in there, I think, right, at some point. So they're, like, determined to, like, still, like, it's just a kid. How can't? How come we can't mm-hmm. outthink him or whatever, so. Um, can right. I talk for a minute about Home Alone 2? Absolutely, because um, I don't know that one as well. So, because I like some of my suggestions reference both, so I just want to cover it a little bit. But I, one thing that I think is interesting: so Kevin got left at home while his his family was going on vacation. But like, it's important to note that they live in Chicago, and his family was going on vacation in Paris. So it's not like they were just like down the road they were going or up to co- in the same country; the like weekend. they're across the ocean. Um, and then for so for Home Alone two, it actually takes place in New York City, and what happens there is the family's going to Florida, um, and Kevin has like a really cool like voice recorder slash like tape player thing that I always wanted as a kid. I thought it was the coolest thing in the whole world, and he was like putting new batteries in it while they're running through the terminal at the airport, and he stops to put the batteries in, and when he looks back up, he starts following a guy who looks the same as his dad from behind, has the same trench coat on, has same hairstyle and stuff. So he follows that guy onto a flight to New York while his family went to Florida. Um, so he ends up in New York City, and like he has his dad's bag, so he has credit cards and stuff. So that one's like a little bit more straightforward because his family like knows where he is pretty quickly because he's using credit cards to stay at the hotel and stuff. And um, he, funnily enough, runs into Harry and Marv again in New York, like, um, and he has, like, a whole bunch of antics with the hotel staff and everything. Uh, But they're now the Sticky Bandits instead of the Wet Bandits. They rebranded coming out of prison, so... Um, I can't... I think Curry's excellent performance as the hotel employee. What? So shout out to Tim Curry's excellent performance as the uh, hotel yes uh, and our our former 45th president i believe makes a brief brief cameo mm-hmm. in the lobby doesn't yeah, he? yeah it's one of those sections where i'm like okay like they went back and took out like any scene that even just showed the world trade center in any movie 
Like, why can't they right, just yeah. edit that little clip out? Like, <laughs> I don't want to see that while I'm in my holiday movie zone. Like, get out of here. And it's not integral to the movie. It's not at not all. At all. He, no. like, asks where the lobby is. Or yeah. something. He just, like, points. He doesn't even have a speaking I've line, seen, I don't I've think. I've seen, like, like funny memes that are, like, say what you want about him, but he's the one that helped Kevin. Like, <laughs> like yeah, he could have asked any employee. Yeah. <laughs> he, Tim Curry would have showed him. He shows up somewhere random too. Speaking of Donald Trump in movies, he's in like the Little Rascals, I believe. He plays one of the parents, and like he's just like at the end of the movie. It's just like what the fuck? <laughs> like he I just, just added to up. my do not watch list. But I'm like familiar with the film. <laughs> I don't think we're ever gonna get to building a team for this for Kevin McAllister because I just feel like I have so many things to talk about. But like it's so interesting with these movies because even just us talking about them, like. Chris, the way you just like nonchalantly were like, so he had his dad's bag and credit cards. So he got on this flight as like an 11 year old kid from Chicago to New York. And like you mentioned the World Trade Centers and like, obviously, this was all pre 9-11. And it's just like it is so starkly different about like how air travel works between then and now. Yeah, it's just like it's my okay. I have I have never flown, and so even as a kid, I didn't. But like, could you really just like a kid could just get on a plane pre nine eleven? So I think if you had a like, ticket, yeah, he like when, went. He oh. like was rushing to get on this flight, was following his dad, and like crashed into the like the ticket taker, and so all the boarding passes fell, and yeah. he so like he couldn't find his boarding pass because his real family had his boarding pass but he's like that's my dad that's my dad and so like she's oh, like okay, okay show me your dad so they, they like walked on the plane and he like could see the trench coat guy like putting stuff away so he's like he's right there he's right there so they like let him on the plane okay okay um but so he he like goes on like similar hijinks obviously it's a little bit different because they're in new york so he's not protecting his house or whatever um but he was like he deals with the pigeon lady in Central Park who is like you're made to oh, believe yeah. she's like scary and he's afraid of her for a while. But then she ends up being a hero for him and helping him fight off Harry and Marv. And then his mom and him reunite at the um the world's largest Christmas tree because that was like a thing that he wanted to do or whatever. So um, the pigeon lady is basically his neighbor from the first movie. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, right. Character. Exactly. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um. There's like this weird section here. Okay, so I don't know where you got any of your info, Zach, but um, of course I'm looking at the Kevin McAllister Home Alone fandom page, and there's like this section and underneath his bio that's called "Revenge Against All Who Wronged Him," and it's like <laughs> apparently there was a web series in 2015 where Macaulay Culkin revived his role as Kevin McAllister, who is now grown and married. And it says here, due to the trauma he received as a child, his relationship with Anna was dysfunctional and he was generally unstable. And for instance, he irresponsibly enjoyed annually prank calling his brother Buzz, who's now a cop, during Buzz's patrol on Christmas. Kevin pretending he was a child left home alone. (laughs) And like, there's all these, there's all these weird things that I was like scrolling through here and I was like, fuck is this so if anyone it's called drivers d-r-y-v-r-s which is the name of the company his wife works for or something Um, i have a question about drivers yeah is it written and directed by quentin tarantino (laughs) i don't think i feel like i feel like uh that type of revenge plot is uh tarantino you know what though in the home alone 
in the Home Alone cinematic universe, that tracks because in the new Home Alone movie that came out or is coming out this year, I've seen in the trailers there is a brief cameo where the character who played Buzz as a teenager is reprising his role as a McAllister who is a police officer. So Wait, like there's a new movie coming out this year? Yeah. Or it already came out. I don't remember. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it, which is assen- and it's the essentially it's like a Home Alone 1 reboot because um Ellie Kemper and another guy play like the Wet Bandits and there's a kid Home Alone like it it's it's a remake more than like an addition to the universe if I understand it correctly. But like they they put Buzz in there as like a cameo. So I I mean I don't know, I could be wrong. Maybe it's in addition to the universe, but the plots are are simpler. I have but just man, one, they did their research. I have one other fact that I want to share with you guys, and then we can get started with the Pokemon stuff. Um, but oh yeah, that's what this. this Kevin McAllister is. actually has two fandom pages. There's a there's a page under the Home Alone fandom, and then there's just a heroes fandom. So like, he's considered a hero <clears throat> for whatever reason. Okay. Um. But the last trivia note here is about a popular humorous theory um, that started, I guess, in 2014. And it's that Kevin McAllister grows up to become John Kramer, who's the main antagonist of the Saw films. (laughs) (laughs) The theory indicates that after his encounters with Harry and Marv, Kevin becomes mentally disturbed and starts making more complex and lethal traps over the years. Both Macaulay Culkin and Saw director I mean, James Wan have given their approval to the theory. Thanks. <laughs> well, oh god, uh, there you go, folks. That's uh, that's so there it. You go. Take keep that in mind while we're suggesting Pokemon people for this little kid. <laughs> oh, and I'll throw out one more fun fact: Kevin McAllister and Macaulay, or Macaulay Culkin. Um, and Kevin's mom and the Wet Bandits have also now been immortalized in Lego minifigures as of this year because they made oh. a Home Alone. They made the the house, the Home Alone house. Um, oh, from I the saw the house, but I didn't realize the minifigures. That's sick. Yep, it comes with four minifigures. You get the two Wet Bandits and then Kevin and his mom. That's sick. Pretty cool set. But anyways, let's uh, let's get a team together for for little Kevin here. Um, does anybody want to start? I'll throw one out if nobody else wants to, but I'll open the floor. Open it up. I think you go for it, Anthony. All right. So I have kind of a silly one to start out with, but um, it's it's more more relying on their name. But I would like to suggest Trapinch because Ooh. Trapinch has a big mouth, which isn't necessarily about like anything other than maybe kevin you know like zach said is very like outgoing and not not silent and things like that but i just like that that it had the element of a trap in it or something like that so i'm gonna throw out trap inch and the pinch element is good too because of all the different like traps that they use and there's one instance i was just reading another trivia bit where um there's a there's a scene where Harry attempts to bite off Kevin's finger, and Joe Pesci actually bit Macaulay Culkin, leaving a small scar. Oh, that's something you can tell your grandkids. <laughs> See this right here? 
Joe Pesci. I'm going to share that with my son, my young son, as we sit around the warm, crackling fire this Christmas. That's beautiful. <laughs> Can I offer somebody to counter Trap Inch? Yeah. Uh, please do. But if you, uh, if we like it better, then I'll be pissed. Speaking of traps, let us consider Galarian Stunfisk. Oh. He is literally like a bear trap that is hides in the mud. Bitch! And when you step on him, he springs and gets you. Another, if I may, another avenue we could go down with traps are Pokemon that can use trap moves, like Stealth Rock. Who that is true. Throw rocks out in order to hurt Pokemon that mm-hmm. enter the arena, like the Wet Bandits got hurt when they were entering the house. Yeah, that's, that's good. good too. That could be a that could like be a that. separate thing than the actual like furthering that Pokemon. idea. I think I think Bonsley and Sudowoodo or Sudo. I always say his name wrong. The tree one. Um, Sudowoodo. <laughs> the rock Su- tree. Yes, it, Nick's right. It's Sudowoodo. Um, oh man, I hate that. Yeah. Because or it's however, like pseudo yeah. right? So pseudo Man, I hate that. But anyways, <laughs> I, yeah, I think, nope, don't like that. I believe they can learn Stealth Rock, and they are like pretty well known for using the move Block, which prevents people from escaping. And if so, we want to think Bonsley, because it's like a kid, it's like a smaller, you know, kid version. And I don't know if I sent this to you guys, but did you know that Bonsley has like a hole in his bottom that's like oddly like strange to me? Is it like a like flower pot hole? I think it's supposed to be, yeah. But also, he's a fake tree, so like he's not really a flower pot. So what's that hole? You know. How did you find a picture of his bottom? Like, I think it's on a card I uh, came across on the internet. Let me. I'm gonna look it just, up. Just uh, I just googled Bonsley hole, and it comes up. <laughs> look at. Oh Jesus! Yeah. They really put that on a Pokemon card. I mean, it's like just oh. a gaping hole. I don't. Know. <laughs> it's a little if, it's, if it's the card Girl, that I'm looking that's a at, booty hole. <laughs> if it's the card that I'm looking at, it's either like crying or sweating nervously, and it's Ooh, like sound. So, oh, All it's right. crying because the it's fake, fake tears. Fake tears. Oh, okay, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I am ready so to move disturbing. on. <laughs> so, we lock in. We lock in. I don't. Yeah. Or? Do we? Do we maybe want to? I don't know. I mean, it's. I think it's a little early to head to the ball pit, but I feel like this is like a good. This could be a good ball pit theme. We could make the yeah, ball pit. I, I have one. I, 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 we can make this a ball pit because I. I just remembered I have one. Well, we're not there, I, I so do we want to go to the ball pit? Yeah, take us. I have a go. list of like right, seven or eight. This is this is record breaking. So. This is the first we're time I think the, in the first one. Yeah, ready? Let's go. Whee! Oh, <laughs> I landed on Christmas ornaments, Kevin. <laughs> All right, so we have Trapinch, Galarian, uh, Stunfisk, uh, Bonsley, I believe is where we're at, and then I have a whole list. Nick, of you suggested one too, right? Pokemon that. Um, no, I didn't give out a name, but oh, you. you I have suggested. a whole list of ones that can learn Stealth Rock, so I can throw a couple out there. Well, they're let's pretty do much it. like any Rock type. I have like Geodude, Rock and Rolla. Uh, Dwebble, Tyrant. There's also first stages because they're like babies. Like I was kids. leaning towards first stages and my. There's list also too. spikes and toxic spikes, which are also wait like no stop. Moves. It's my turn. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I I wrote this down and I'm the one that's that made us go in the ball pit. So before you Zach will not steals take it, this from me. I am going to say Pharaoh Seed. 
Um, in my mind, I picture Pharaoh. I picture him having like a pocket full of Pharaoh seeds that he just like scatters about. <laughs> pocket thing. No, and I actually really like that because Pharaoh seed and Pharaoh thorn, from a competitive standpoint in Pokemon, are like stall Pokemon. They're like mm-hmm. traps and stall. Like mm-hmm. that's their whole gig. Yeah, so because I, they I do. Like they have like Ooh, the, I really um, like Pharaoh seed now. The toxic spikes, I believe. They they can so, learn all of them. I think maybe not Stealth Rock, but yeah, they're Steel type. So I mean, I'd imagine. I, I think most Steel type can learn. Some some of the rock moves like that. So they also well, learn like in green and some healing moves. So they're like really really good uh, trap installs. But yeah, do we want to just lock uh, six pharaoh seeds and call it? <laughs> that's a not pocket, a bad idea. Have a whole pocket full of them. And pocket pharaoh seed. Pocket pharaoh seed. <laughs> Man, I feel like, like I'm definitely down with pocket my list. Sure. I feel like all of my list could come out in this ball pit. Hold on, Let's can do I? It. Yeah, most of mine could, I'd say. Well, I don't mind. I'm, I'm getting comfy down here amongst the non-shatterproof uh, bulbs that I landed <laughs> on. So, hey, I, it's uh, the 80s. That's true. Um, I just want to real quick, just like, I want to call out Zach saying, like, pocket pharaoh seed. Like, we are blending... Like, if you haven't heard of the internet or pop, like, that was <laughs> what, like, Home Alone, Pokemon, King of the Hill, and, like, it's just, like, that, I want to say that to, like, have so many frames of reference for this joke. Right, like, I want to <laughs> say that to, like, a like a 90-year-old person and just watch their brain melt <laughs> and be like, what are you talking about? I realize now that it made you three laugh, and I think that might have been, like, where it ended. Like, I don't know if anyone else would get it, so I'm sorry. I still, I th- it, we're gonna start a Patreon, and that's gonna be our first shirt. It's Pocket Pharaoh C. That's like that's a great shirt. <laughs> I really be, want that now. Kevin McAllister, King of the Hill, and yeah. then it's just yeah. like Dale's body, Kevin's, <laughs> face, Kevin's face, and then like yeah. Pharaoh seed coming out of his pocket. <laughs> we're gonna get yeah. this rendered up. I love it. I, we're gonna get sued by three separate. <laughs> we're gonna get three, three cease and desist. Three, and in yeah, the midst of that, we're gonna desist. get our cease and desist from Nintendo. <laughs> Oh man! All right, I am gonna delete this whole thing, and I'm gonna lock Pharaoh Seed. I like him. Whoa. Yeah, we gotta lock him. Yeah. I, sorry, I didn't mean that. That sounded too aggressive. I would like to lock Pharaoh Seed. <laughs> Are there. we all on board with Pharaoh Seed? Yeah, yeah, I am for sure. Well, let's get comfy down here because I feel like we all have lists. Like Nick, you said you had a bunch. I feel like I have some more, more of the like scrappy fighting Kevin McAllister. And then some more, like, kind of wintry-themed ones. So, like, we can kind of go in whatever direction, but those are the two I have the most in. Um, does anybody want to pick also. kind of, like, another aspect of Kevin that we want to, like, discuss down in this pit? Well, I, like, the reason I said that I, like, I could say all of mine is because the majority of my list is, like, trap Pokemon or, like... okay pokemon that he would use in that regard so i don't know if we want to if we're like good with pharaoh seed or if we want to talk about any other ones um what do you guys think yeah i'm i'm good with pharaoh seed for sure well i I don't mean get rid of pharaoh seed but like is that the only like trap aspect no 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 i think yeah let's okay let's keep on that vein then let's let's also like scrappy trappy that kind of stuff so nick you were saying something. Oh, I was just going to, when Anthony was going over, like, the topics that we all have, I am kind of, like, all over the place. Like, I have some trap ones. I have some more, like, 
he was Anthony was saying like scrappy like prankster type ones. Um, so I can just kind of jump well, in. Let's do that topic. then. Let's combine the kind of like the trap aspect and the scrappy like kids stuff. Like I feel like that's kind of all the same thing. Yeah. So let's just yeah. let's get all those out in the ball pit here, and then we can decide what to do. So yeah. So and I think if, we can take more than one out of the ball pit. Oh, for sure, for sure, because just the circumstance. I would it. I would wager to say let's. I think we could get at least half his team based on that oh, aspect. Yeah, probably like let's them, let's say yeah. three at a minimum down here. Let's do this. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So who wants to go next? <laughs> Silence. Um, I will um, throw out one that I'm not super confident on, but um, I kind of just came up with it when we were talking earlier about uh, the the connection with <laughs> writing wrongs or whatever and the, how he's like the character from Saw. Um, I was thinking of Mega Sableye because it's it can have the ability Prankster and it's yeah. also like kind of devilish looking and like yeah that's a little a little stretch because it's like a theory but like i i would argue he's got some like little devilish tendencies to him um so but i the only reason i don't like it is the whole sableye thing is like the gems and that doesn't really seem to have a connection i could maybe could be the could be the ornaments i want to hear (laughs) i was gonna counter it with impidimp which is that's who I wrote down. Also oh, can have pranks, can have prankster ability, and I, this is just a little tidbit that um, doesn't exactly line up, but I just thought it was kind of ironic. Um, the Pokedex entry in Pokemon Shield says that it breaks into people's homes, which is like opposite of what Kevin did, but like yeah, but it uh, still relates. Like he's more of maybe a wet bandit Pokemon, but <laughs> like Impidimp himself is like he kind of looks like a little like prankster kid that like would pull pranks. Yeah. On. Yeah, for sure. You know, I but also I, like he's dark enough that he could make like pretty dangerous pranks that he could that, eventually so. murder people. Yeah, horrifically. Sure. I like I like the character from Saw. Right. I like Impidimp more now. I actually have Morgrim on my list, but I think I, the more I, I think wrote about down it, the whole line because I could be persuaded wow. for even yeah. Sorrow. But I think Morgrim's even between <clears throat> Impidimp and Morgrim, it's like too emo. Like it's got yeah. that like teenager <laughs> look, and I'm like yeah, now 100%. that I think about it, like I thought Impidimp was too young, but now it's like I think Morgrim's too old. I like so, Impidimp. I I yeah, Impidimp's good. I think my only counter to that, like since we're in that kind of like mischievous kind of area i think with mega sableye and impidimp i the two kind of to counter that that i had was either scraggy or mischievous um yeah i i thought similar to morgrim and impidimp i was like scrafty i thought looked like a little bit too old but and i also think now mischievous is a little more go i mean it's ghost type but i was thinking like the word mischievous and mischievous Uh so i was like that kind of but I, the more I kind of want to take it off, I don't really like that one. But I could also I throw, would say Scraggy uh, was up there on my list for this this conversation. I would also throw like Croagunk in that. Oh, Croagunk's good. Vein too. Yeah, was on my list for. It also can learn the move of Revenge, which like seemed fitting. It's just one Very move true. though, so and I'm know. sure it can learn toxic I, I, spikes. Yeah, that's true. I, I lean more towards Impidimp over Croagunk, but like they were both yeah. kind of the same. Yeah vibes for me i think even though i have a toxic rogue on my shining pearl team right now nicknamed scud i uh i think i like 
I think I like Impotent more than Croagunk. I do too. Yeah, me too. Are we all good? I'm lock. I'll lock Impidim. Let's lock it. Let's lock it in. Pop, Sweet. lock it, drop it. <laughs> that could be. An- There's another shirt right there. The ball pit. Pop, lock, and drop it. <laughs> I love. I got to draft up some shirt because I'm the team graphic guy. So I got to draft. Yeah, you got to get a design out there. All right. I'll, um, I'll throw some sketches together. I'll be your first buyer. I have another. I have a suggestion, and this one. Is definitely a ball pit suggestion. Let's um, hear it. It's wishy washy, schooled form, or schooling form, whatever they call it. Okay. Um, okay. The reason is so for those of you who are not familiar, it's a fish. Wishy washy is a fish, and then in schooling form, it like takes a bunch of wishy washy and makes like one big fish. And if you remember, there's a scene where Kevin McAllister hosts a whole goddamn Christmas party in his living room to make the burglars think that there's a Christmas it's... party going on and that he's not yeah. home alone. Oh, and that Very just good. like as I was scrolling through the Pokedex, I was like, you know, that's got that's got Kevin McAllister vibes. He'd use a school of wishy-washy to pretend that they're not just one. I kind of like that because, like, I was thinking when you said schooling form, I was like, I kind of think the solo form, but your logic, like, I mean, it's the same Pokemon, so that's mm-hmm. that's kind of nice. And, like, it's not a form change that's unique to the uh, the individual Pokemon. Like, what am I trying to say? They they all can go back and forth, you know what I mean, from schooling form mm-hmm. to solo form. It's right. not like a permanent form change, so I like that. Yeah, I really like that. That was not on my radar Damn, I at think all. Me right. neither. Yeah, that came out of nowhere for me, but it's, it's a good one. I like it, yeah. I mean, there's nothing inherently like... Well, I guess the wet bandits. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, fish or water and things like that, but... I mean, not, I, I don't think any of that even matters, because I think it, like... I still like the connection you made, Chris. Like, I think that sounds good. I like wishy-washy. I have well, the um, house. The house is in Chicago, and that's right next to Lake Michigan. That's so true. That, that, there's a there we go. Good enough. Closest I don't know. I don't want to like water. monopolize. So if anyone else has other ones, but I have like two more that fit into this realm that we're talking about. I I have like one more maybe that fits into the the the, the scrappy kind of trickster trickster one. So I'll throw that out. I'll say I'll say Clobopus. Uh, Clobopus. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Am I pronouncing that correctly? Clabo. I, so. I think you. I think you are. It's just. It's still funny. It's just so. It's uncomfortable to say, but I think it you're is. Doing it right. Right. I've never Again, said I'm it so, out loud. I'm, I just want to say this real quick. I'm sorry, Chris's mom. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Clabo puss. But it's like I. I didn't want to do octograph. the oct or I. I grapple lock. Thank you. Um, just because again, it was like it seemed like more of an adult pokemon are a grown-up and kevin's a kid and i just feel like he's like scrappy and like the 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 multiple arms kind of was part of it for me too because it he makes it feel like there's more than one person around and you know more than one thing can be happening so um not my strongest uh strongest suggestion yeah, but, but, but it's an octopus so like what's the what's the connection to water what the detroit no, red kidding. wings throw octopus on the ice Detroit is a city in Michigan. Lake Michigan, Lake Michigan is by Chicago. Whoa! Okay, fair. Whoa! Mind blown. Seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. 
<laughs> yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> what were your other two that you have, Chris? Um, so I had I was going with like an electric type because of like when he he doesn't necessarily use like he shocks them I think once or twice and he like uses it's not, I know it's not directly electric but he uses like the heating thing that he hangs on the doorknob to make the doorknob really hot. Um, so I was thinking like, I have three written down, but the one I like the most is circuitry, um, which is one of the ultra beasts. And it's just like, uh, it's like circuitry. It's like wiring and stuff. And so like, I, I came up with that one and then I had, um, Jigglypuff because Jigglypuff, <laughs> um, could put them all to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Zerkatry and Jigglypuff. <laughs> <laughs> a little anticlimactic there. Yeah, I don't love like those are just the last two like pranky ones that I or along oh well that I had while I was along that line of thought. So get them out I there and then love, we'll figure out where we're at. I don't love Jigglypuff, but I do something about the circuitry. I'm kinda in the same field there, Nick. I'm not sold on it, but there's I feel like there's something there. Yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe I'm thinking like with Christmas lights and like lighting oh. electricity too. But like, right? I don't know what the connection exactly is there. I think there's part of me that's also like Zerkatry being like a pseudo legendary. I don't like. I don't know. I think it's just like it feels like too much for kevin I, I don't know what maybe that's mis misguided like kevin could have a legendary on his team but well it's a pseudo legendary you said it yourself that's true <laughs> like Actually, i don't i don't know how to phrase it other than least. like it well, seems well, where too are we powerful like, where are we at right yeah, now let's Do get a have... recap and many... figure out where we're recap? at in the ball pit and so i mean i i i haven't been <clears> writing down every suggestion because i feel like we've been like kind of leaning strongly or not but on kevin's team we've got pharaoh seed impidimp and wishy-washy schooling form um okay. Th- that's and then there's the locked ones yeah so i don't know i mean i'm not against circuitry i think it's i do like that idea i maybe have someone to op- <laughs> oppose circuitry in terms of electricity okay I'm I'm nervous though because I think you'll make fun. You guys will make fun of me. Probably, I have one too, but... and I'm wondering if it's the same. So go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna go. So before you steal it, I'm gonna say Rotom fan. Not what I have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he's electric and flying, which is silly, but I I feel like I keep thinking about like the household appliances that Kevin utilizes. And there's a scene where he uses a fan to blow the feathers onto Joe Pesci from, like, a pillowcase. And so I feel like the electric aspect relates to the electricity there, but not in the same way that, like, Zerkatry's body embodies electricity, if that makes sense. Um, so, But this is, I guess, another suggestion for the ball pit in that, like, goofy... I don't think it'll actually work, but I'm going to throw it out there way. You know, and honestly, the one I'm thinking of can be put side by side with that because I thought of Galvantula being the tor- the like tarantula scene oh, and the then spider. also electricity. Ooh. 
But I think that's very adjacent to Rotom, uh, the the fan one, because it's it incorporates electricity and one specific prank. You know what I mean? Yeah. So does Galvantula. It's the same thing. You know, one of the yeah. pranks and electricity. So I... Galvantula was on my well, list. Well, so school wishy-washy does the that. Ball pit, though. Yeah, 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 that's true. Wishy-washy schooling does that. I don't know. I kind of like circuitry. I look yeah, at a picture of it, and too. I think, I think what I what I was getting at with like the Christmas reference is, I think his head looks like a like a star almost, like the top of a Christmas. I, I think tree. that's and it like, too, Nick. Yeah, I think that's where I got the Christmas light reference from. It does kind of look like he has Christmas lights on his body too. Those little nodes yeah, like or little bulbs. Yeah. Well, and just in general, you need like a lot of like. There's like strings of lights and, and electricity involved and all that. So, and Marv getting electrocuted is like a pretty like popular or like well known scene. So I like again, it's just one scene in the movie. But okay, how the f do you spell circuitry? It's like X U R X. Okay, I'm like trying to control F, find it in this list here. There we go. Jeez. Yeah, I just I just put I was like, like Z-I-R-Z-U-R, and then just like typed eight other letters and then wrote Pokemon at the end and it came up. Perfect. Yeah, now that I'm looking at him too, I I like circuitry much better than like I he's thought. just a mass of loose wires, which like whether or not you yeah. use them that way in the movie, like that would be a very helpful like prop to use like the fair pocket pharisee to just have some like, <laughs> pocket pharisee i need to make a distinction here so it's bothering my nerdiness um so ultra beasts are not legendaries they are then they're technically not even pseudo legendaries because that's its own category as right. well right. so ultra beasts ultra are beasts. literally their own thing ultra beasts so that means we could still give him a legendary now, I don't know if we've ever talked about the difference between a legendary and a mythical. Like, if we give someone a mythical, we can we... Or, yeah, if we have talked about it, I don't remember what we decided. Can they have one of each? I would say no. I think mythicals count as legendary. Yeah, all mythicals are legendary, but not Just all not legendaries all legend are mythical. Right. Can okay. you give me an example I think of a they're in. Legendary? I think they're in separate categories, yeah. though, technically. Jirachi. Okay. That's what I thought. I was That's like, am I, I was thinking asking. the right thing? Yeah, I mean, maybe technically mythicals are like just mythical and not legendary, right. but in like the general population of Pokemon, right. things, I feel like they're considered. Mythical is like, yeah, yeah. like, like a newer term. Like when we were kids, yeah. they weren't mythical right. Pokemon, you know? Okay, and so that's like, why I was saying it was just bothering my like nerdiness. No, and I feel for like, categories, so. especially <clears throat> okay. more of the casual listener or casual right. player, like they're going to see Mew, like Mew is a legendary. As a legendary, right? Like, it's okay. not, yeah. Sounds good. Sorry. Well, to to bring us back, I I would say I'm good to lock circuitry. I I mean I think I've had enough convincing. I don't have anyone to oppose them really. Like I think Rotom Electric, like you said, and Galvantula, like they're too tertiary to to add to the team since they're just one prank and electricity as opposed to like circuitry, who has a few more of those aspects holistically that Kevin Kevin has. Yeah. What do we think? I'm good with it. That's number four, right? Yep, so we've got Pharisee, Impidimp, Wishy-Washy, and Zerkatry. And Chris has three of the four suggestions. So, Chris, <laughs> you are not allowed to bring up any note. I have so many more good ones. I Let's would g- like... Go ahead, Zach. Can we get out of the ball pit so we can talk about non-trap-related? 
I yeah, was yeah. just gonna crawl out. So thank you for saving me from this hell. <laughs> it's our longest ball pit ever. Yeah, just and right from out. the get go, like that. Ooh wee! Just luck climbing out with all the traps that are. Inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why? Why do you have an iron on your face? Why are you dressed like a chicken? <laughs> it's such a great movie. It is a great movie. All right, Zach, what do you got? Me, yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, I guess yeah. I can start because I pulled this out, huh? Um, I thought of Snom, who is a little baby cute. It's a bug, which I don't like. That part, but it's a little icy, <laughs> cold, wintry child. Is it, I always pronounce it Snom. So oh, you I know what? Like that might snow. be right. Is that is it Snom? I have no idea. like snow for snow. We got a real clobber puss on our hands here. <laughs> There's our third shirt. <laughs> it's just just Zach, because the I, movies take place at Christmas. Yeah, basically, it's pretty okay. weak. I I have Frost Moth on my list. Who? Frost, Frost Moth. Moth. Isn't that what oh. Snob yeah. evolves into? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just didn't hear for it. I think the same reasons as you, Zach. Like just like the winter winter aspect, but. I also have one other ice type on my list that I, I like. I'm very excited about, but I don't want to detract. I, I want to. I'm just saying that so I can go next. Lay well, it on me now. Yeah, I want. I want. I well. How do we feel about Snom? I mean, I feel like we should kind of talk about it and either lock or move on because we're not in the ball pit anymore. So I are we wanna, just kind of feeling? We want, you want to hear some more suggestions? I want to table it. Yeah, I like. Okay, yeah. table I didn't it, think yeah. of any ice type pokemon so this is new to me so i need more I, options i would like to counter snom with obama snow because he looks exactly like the grumpy neighbor who Ooh, is an integral part does. of the story and it's ice like for winter and the, the holiday season and all of that um but he just i think even more more important to the story than like some of the other characters, even like Buzz or, or his siblings and things like that. Like the the old mate next door neighbor was like a an important part of the story. So I feel like he's an, an important aspect to add to the team. I um, Andy's my last serious suggestion to get a chance to have a person I suggested be on the team. I think he cool. outclasses Snom. Pretty. I easy. would agree. Um. Oh no, there's a butt in your voice, Chris. There's not a butt. I just, I have a Pokemon that is highly symbolic of the Pigeon Lady from Home Alone 2. (laughs) So I feel like (laughs) we can talk, we can have a neighbor discussion or like, you know, important secondary character discussion real quick in addition to our snow discussion. Um, So I I wrote down Pit of, Pied of, Pit of, because of the the pigeons in the park that um that's basically like how kevin escapes the sticky bandits in home alone 2 um and it's the same type of thing where he's like afraid of the pigeon lady uh, but then he kind of gets to know her a little bit and he realizes that she's misunderstood it's like the same as like the as the neighbor guy so not saying one is better than the other but just just putting it out there well there's two spots left <laughs> hmm do we feel that we have fleshed out the the aspects that are important to Kevin McAllister 
and that um, we feel good about adding these other supporting characters. I have one more possible avenue, but like it's kind of dark, so I don't know if we want to go there. I love it. Um, it has to do with like the point of the movies about being like left alone. Okay. And like I said, they're both not neither oh, of them I really. Think I know where you're going. Quite quite fit the vibe <laughs> of, of accidental of like abandonment, abandonment. but uh, <laughs> i have cubo i knew you were i knew it i Ooh. love it That's i started up. out with a little bit of the more extreme one because like kevin's parents don't die so it's like <laughs> but um and then my other one was charmander because in the anime like the charmander ash found was abandoned by its trainer but again that wasn't like a accidental abandonment with like a reunion at the end it was just like well the like I said, it's mother dying dark, could have so. been an accident so yeah but there's like no happy good. ending to either of them so i wasn't sure if that was too dark <laughs> that's good. I, I really yeah. want to take the charmander suggestion a step further what about charizard no no thank you Ooh, Fair that's enough. kind of interesting <laughs> because there's that part in home alone where kevin sprouts wings and a, a tail ch- on fire and Charizard kind of looks like the neighbor. To drive out the wet bandits. Yeah, and Charizard kind of looks like the old man neighbor. Char- Kevin oh, uses God. a giant fire lizard. What do you want me to say? <laughs> hold, on, hold on. Speaking of dragons that do look like the old man neighbor, there's always Drampa, who looks like the yeah. old man. Well, that's no, like, I actually Drampa do like, like a lot. I was going to say, I agree. Cubone is really good. Cubone is really because good. He's because like, there's, he's also kind of scrappy. There, like he has that yeah. bone club that uh-huh. he like, could hit people with. He's I would the say, sad, lonely child Pokemon. Yeah. yeah right. That's kind of what I was going and it, for. I think there's an important aspect, too, with where Kevin was happy to be alone at first, but then also got to that sad, lonely child state. And there's like a... Not to say that his father doesn't care about him as much as his mother, but they they focus more on the the mother son relationship in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I think that paired with the Cubone and the Cubone's mom in the the storylines, I think matches up really well. Yeah, that's shit. Actually Are we gonna really lock Cubone? Yeah, I'm locking it. I I think I will too. Amen. I'm there. Do we? All right. Nick, I got two of them. Nick, the pressure's on. It's Chris three, I'm, Nick my two. List is, my like, list has pretty much been exhausted at this point, so I'm kind of so back it's into the, like actually, the neighbor discussion at this point. I was going to say, actually, the pressure is on Zach and I. Who's going to duke yeah. it out to get the... I, I won't go down without a fight. My last person on the list was <laughs> Munchlax because he looks like a little kid. That's all I have. He also yeah, eats that's... a ton of shit in the movie. I don't know. I, I don't, don't like it really, but I just thought, well, he like we're, like when I think of kid my, Pokemon, you know, he's like my Gen Four, my Gen Four like pre-evolution edition that is on my list is Mime Junior because oh, I have another one. I just he, I think Mime Junior's Gen Four, but um, mm-hmm. and Munchlax is too. But it's just like I don't know, goofy trickster, prankster, like clown. Yeah, I have another. Yeah, I just remembered another one. I have that. It's like related to the one you just brought up. Oh, really? And and it's an ice type. Hey, Christmas. All right, sorry. You do what I think you're doing. I won't. I won't say it. (laughs) Mister Rhyme does look like the old man neighbor in a certain. Zach Zach was giving me the "don't do it" (laughs) emotion all time for the listeners. 
I don't know. I mean, okay, so are we are we set on like a neighbor slash pigeon lady type person? I don't. Or, we just, or do we not like that? Well, I'm kind of pissed that Chris brought up the pigeon lady because I thought Obama Snow <laughs> was a slam dunk, but now I don't feel like we should put either. I mean, like, I don't think one or the other because yeah. they're both such central thing. Like, I think it's both or done. I mean, Obama Snow kind of looks like the pigeon lady too. That's actually <laughs> kind of true. Does Lost in New York take place during the Christmas season? Yes. As well. That's what I yes. figured. So we need a Christmas Pokemon. The movies are we centrally have, located around Christmas. We have Zerkatree. Yeah, we have Zerkatree. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what is the defining Pokemon, Pokemon of Christmas? But, but I'm just thinking, <laughs> yeah. like, we talked about him being like Christmas lights. But I'm thinking, like, we need like an ice type or a, I don't know. Yeah, the Fire John or whatever for snowflakes. I don't know. Yeah, I that's know. true. What about, okay, what about. If you don't like Obama Snow, what about like Bear Tick? That's another, oh, did like, you say big... Obama Snow? <laughs> I Obama mean... Snow. Barack like... Obama Snow. <laughs> or I mean, if we want to go back to like more Kevin esque, you could do Cub Chew as like a little like ice bear. But I, I think we prefer kind of Snow that out over any of those. I don't have a problem with Obama Snow, honestly. I don't give a fuck. I got three. You guys do whatever you want. <laughs> he's, our, he's got this, the majority. The rest of this yeah. episode means nothing to Chris. <laughs> Chris claimed his victory and he's done. <laughs> I, but I, even compared to the rest of the team, like Obama Snow just seems like... <laughs> you misplaced. said Obama Snow that time. <laughs> I'm going to never be able to say Obama Snow. It's going to be That's Obama why Snow. In, uh, Brilliant Diamond yes, mine I, was named Baraka Snow. Yeah. Snow. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm looking at the face now, and he really does look like the neighbor. I like Obama Snow. Like, even the eyes, for some reason. But do you feel like we could do Obama Snow without Pidove, or like a Absolutely. reference to the pigeon lady? I think so, because... I think so, yeah. Well, it does kind of have pigeon lady vibes, mm-hmm. and it's got the winter stuff going on, too. I mean... And it kind of looks like a Christmas OG. tree, really. It's the original one, you know. Yeah, it's, it's grass it does type, look so like it could Christmas be tree, like yeah. a tree. I mean, it's my suggestion. I'm not going to shit on it. Like, I'll, I'll say, <laughs> heck yeah. I think that's fair. I, I think that's fair. That can round the team out. And right. I think I think it's good for him to have like one beefy Pokemon. One mm-hmm. beefy. You know? yeah. yeah, that's true. I don't like how this episode turned out, guys. <laughs> it might be one of the first where I didn't get a single one. I think, I think it, it is. is. I feel kind of like crap. Part of that, though, Zach, yeah, you I know the you had a lot of great suggestions. You really? I did. think part of this was like Chris just came just in here like ones. balls out. No, guns you know what? Blazing. He had some like, heavy hitters. Yeah, I had to be the springboard this week. I had to present the ideas to get shut down by better ones. Yeah, yeah, Zach, you had to you had to walk so Chris could run. Exactly. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Meanwhile, I know why since like, I've had such a such a successful episode. So I feel I pretty damn say, good. Meanwhile, Zach, I'm you were, over you were here. the Scotty Pippen of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, meanwhile, I'm over here like as usual, like yes, I got one on the team. <laughs> right. we hey, did to it. be fair, like I've been keeping stats, and Zach is like has suggested the most. Like overall throughout the whole podcast, so well, yeah, because he's our uh, he's yeah. our resident Pokemaster. Yeah, I will say you're probably I don't know for sure. I'll have to crunch the numbers, but you're probably still in first place after this. Episode. I'd like you to crunch them again after that and see if yeah, there's nice different crunch. results. <laughs> Chris, crunch you might be, on. you might, yeah, you're close behind him. I think so. I'm trying, man. All right. Well, with that, 
Kevin McAllister's team is Pharaoh Seed, Impidimp, Wishy Washy, Schooling Form, Zerkatry, Cubone, and Obama Snow. Do we want to discuss an ace? Well, we have to, whether we want to or not. <laughs> no, That's we don't have to. There's no one the forcing us to. Pocket Pharaoh Seed. Pharaoh Seed. Like really? Really? I love it. Yeah, We're not I mean, even going to discuss? I think Pharisee is it, yeah. I can that was give like you... a slam dunk. I also thought Cubone. I was going Cubone. So I can be persuaded Cubone. Well, at least we're in good company because those were my top two also. But yeah. Pharisee just jumped up for some reason to me. But I, I was going to go... Well, okay. I was going to go Cubone because it like is more resemblant of the character itself. And Pharisee was just like a, a weapon to use. But... I yeah, I really like that part where Kevin McAllister wore the I... bones of his mother on his head. <laughs> For the sake of a... him being the sad, lonely child Pokemon, I think I can sway yeah. over to Cubone Land. I'm like, I'm torn between and, like, Cubone I'm... and Impidimp. Oh yeah, like, do we want to go with Impidimp. the sad little boy, or do we want to go with like the prankster oh, man, little I boy? About... Yeah, I forgot about Impidimp. Mm, that's a good point. I guess Pharaoh Seed does represent more of the the pranks as a whole, not necessarily the character, whereas Impidimp is a little bit more of both. And Kevin was, like, he thought it was pretty kick-ass being alone most of the movie, as opposed to being the sad, lonely kid. That was just kind okay. of towards the end. I, I'm going Impidimp, and I know I've done this before, but it's just for a visual that I'm putting together, where... Like you have Kevin McAllister and Impidimp like back to back with like their arms crossed Ooh. and then like <laughs> they're like Angels. looking at the camera like they're about to do a prank. Yes. Sold. I do like that. Pop lock and drop. Because like if you look at the if you look at the cover of a Home Alone movie or something, it's not like about him being sad. Like the main yeah. like focus like that's the <clears> overarching <throat> plot. Like that's the overarching plot, but like the whole hijinks and like fun of the movie is the pranks, and it's I like agree. what people remember most. Yep, yep. So beautifully I would stated. Go with impotent. Beautifully stated. Well, I think that's it. I think. Uh, I think we have to go with Impidimp as the ace. Sounds good. Should I do some housekeeping? Let's do it. All right. Well. Thank you guys, as always, especially, you know, talking to, going back to the beginning here, talking about our Spotify rap stats. Thank you guys so much for listening. Like, it's really cool that you guys are actually listening to us, and that's awesome. Please keep it up. Um, if you enjoy the show. Shout out to the, the show, five sh- of you. <laughs> shout out to the five of you who, like, listen to us more than, yeah, more than so any other show. Than that's know. insane. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Share us with a friend. If you know someone that likes funny stuff pokemon pop culture for sexy men from the midwest like any of those interests share this podcast (laughs) when you said four sexy men i thought you were saying vor and i was like what oh (laughs) not us if you like any if you like any four men from the midwest (laughs) if you yeah if any, if any, if you know someone interested in any of those things or all of those things, this is the podcast <laughs> for them. Um, you can find us at We Choose You Pod on Twitter and on Instagram, and at We Choose You Pod one five one on TikTok. 
You can email us. Our email address is wechooseupod at gmail.com. And you can hit us up on any of those platforms to tell us how you think we did this week or any week. Um, if you're listening to back episodes, you can suggest teams for us to do in the future. Um, we love fan suggestions. Uh, you can, yeah, that's that's basically all we want to know. You can tell us how great we're doing. Um, I, can I throw something else yeah, in there, too? Yeah, please. I would say at this point, also, if if you are a listener, if you're a fan, and you want us to make you a team, like, let us know. I don't. We'll we'll consider yeah. it. I I don't think that's out of the out of bounds, right? Like if somebody emails us and is like, "Hey, I listen to your podcast, and I want you to make me a team." Like you I gotta yeah, tell dude. us a little about you, though. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Give us like, hey, a little bit of a little bit of a resume. Yeah, just, just like the name and a picture. Like, give us some of you... your interests. Give us some things you are into. Likes, uh, maybe like what you do for work. I mean, anything really that would be related. Yeah, your to... social security number, <laughs> your credit card information, <laughs> mother's maiden name. No, do not give us that stuff. But anything related to your interests, your hobbies, your your yeah. what you do on your day to day life, anything like that. And if yeah. you don't, then we'll just have to like Facebook stalk you, and it, it might not even be the right person, so it might not be that accurate. And like, if you don't give me any fun trivia, I'll make it up. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. Chris, Chris will that should a be a requirement. The, the fan, the fan wiki page about you. I'll yeah, yeah. I'll I'll start Chris a fandom page for our podcast, and you'll get your very own fandom wiki page on the We Choose You Pod <laughs> fandom dot <laughs> um but yeah that's a great idea so yeah you can you can reach out if you if you're interested in having a team built for us send us an email um and us building a team for you i should say um am i what am i missing i'm missing shouting out our intro and outro music from blitzit and glitch x city um oh leave us a review leave us a review on your podcast platform if you like it if you like what you hear and yeah i think that's pretty much it anthony Take oh, us out. One more thing. Oh, one more oh, thing. Don't forget oh, oh, to, oh, don't forget to Google um, Bonsley Hole. Oh, yes. <laughs> Google Bonsley Hole. Don't forget. If you take one thing from this episode, even though Bonsley is not on his team. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Bonsley Hole. I do love it. Yeah, we have like our first wave of merch, like just brainstormed already. Yes. In this. this was like, like, we got beanies come in that just say Bonsley Hole. <laughs> we've got, we've got t-shirts we just did with... Pocket Pharaoh C. This is great. We just did the brainstorming live on air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, with that, as always, I am your beloved fighting and bug type specialist, Anthony. I am your water type specialist, Chris. I'm your dark type specialist, Nick. And I'm your fire type specialist, Zach. And this is your bi-weekly reminder not to go in the tall grass alone. Smell you later.